Hi guys, welcome back to Keeping It Real Estate with your hosts Brandy and Justin from Team Grande at Remax Escarpment. Um, in today's podcast and YouTube, we are going to be discussing the 2022 areas that we think are most interesting to invest in in Hamilton. Um, and then from there, we will be getting into stats and interest rates and finishing off with our affordable areas. Um, this is a two-part series, so today we will be talking about downtown area focus, um, our top five, and then next week we'll be talking about uptown mountain, that sort of thing. Perfect. Uh, let's move right into the stats. So we're going to skip the story of the week this week just because we want to talk about the interest rate going up. So uh, we'll go with the stats first and then move into that. Um, so with the stats, we're seeing a lot more inventory on the market. Uh, last week, there was only 30 new listings. This week, we're at 104, which is a very big difference. We're talking three times more inventory. Yeah. Uh, and with that, though, the solds went from 33 solds all the way to 66. So literally just an even double of the numbers uh, from one week to the next. So that gives us you know, a bigger data pool, which brings down the average price. Last week, the average price was over 900, yeah. but that's because obviously you're working with such a small pool, it just takes a couple high-end sales to bring that number up, mm -hmm. right? But now that we have more to look at, so the price is at 893, uh, average sale price, which I mean, towards the end of last year, we were seeing mid 800s. I wouldn't be surprised if this number dips again next week and sort of stabilizes as we get more listings coming on the market and more sales happening. Uh, but with that said, still 104 in a week, that's still a very, very low inventory market. 104 for a whole week, to put it in perspective, yeah. spring market, we see you know two to 300 in Hamilton a day. So very big difference. That just shows how low it is. And the competitions are there. Yeah. I mean, uh, how many properties I've shown, we're back to 13 offers, 20 yeah. offers, a lot of offers coming in. So uh, the market is still going. Uh, but with that said, what could stop it that everybody's talking about? It's interest rates, Yeah. right? So um, I know we talk about it a lot. There was an article that came out today, JP Morgan, their economists are saying that the Bank of Canada is gonna raise the interest rate this month, January. Um, which I don't know because a lot of other economists are saying that they're gonna wait till March, April, which that was the intended time that they were gonna raise it. Uh, so I mean, whether they wait or they do it sooner, everybody's saying there's gonna be five rate hikes this year. Yeah, so I, th I think that's what the difference is now. They're originally speculating it to be a three-phase plan, but to like, I think it's to lessen the blow a little bit, and they do have to hike it a little more than what was anticipated. Um, they're going off five phases, so they have to do it a little bit earlier. Um, what is this just going to mean for you guys? I think if you are intending to sell um, and you're at a higher price point for your house, I would sell a little sooner than later, later for those people who um, it might be that little pendulum of someone affording a, a few hundred dollars on their mortgage every month, um, decreasing the competition for your house. But mm -hmm. again, we don't, we don't know exactly. But. Yeah, when the interest rates go up, everybody gets a little hesitant. Yeah. It always happens. People get a always. little hesitant, wait to see what happens. But I mean, then we were also talking, we had a team meeting this week talking about just the immigration numbers and how that's just going to be a driving factor. So, yeah. um, and they are saying that the five rate hikes are going to total 1.5 basis points. Uh, they're saying if they do it in this month, it's going to be 0.25, so not a huge increase, but they're starting to get people used to the idea of yeah. higher interest rates. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, just thought we'd talk about that because, I mean, that's the hot topic. Interest rates, what's going on with this market, the stats. Um, but speaking about affordability, 
I think we got to move into our five most affordable neighborhoods in Hamilton, uh, downtown the mountain, two very different areas. So we'll start with the lower city ones um, and go from there. I know, what do you want to do? You want to list them off first, go information, or you just want to go one at a time? We'll go through uh, I'll list them all for you and then uh, we'll, we'll dive into each one a little bit. Or we'll hype it up. We'll start with the first, talk yeah. about it too, and then we'll drum roll for the last. Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, if you live in Hamilton, you already know that downtown is still where the reasonably affordable areas are. Um, I pump it all the time. It's, I don't know why, it's just my favorite because I've, I've taken a lot of clients to this area, but the Keith and Keith North area, it's currently still the most affordable and cheapest place to live in Hamilton. Um, and I wouldn't take that statement at face value because um, I've shown decently really nice houses in that area. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wouldn't say they're slummy. I, I wouldn't say they're not <laughs> decent to live in at all. I, I actually really like some of the houses there. It is a north end area I find that's a lot more residential than some of the other north end areas because as you go east a little more in the north end you start to get into that really industrial type of area uh, whereas Keith North does have a good residential community mm -hmm. uh, solid brick homes which people always love but the good thing with it with it being so cheap and so affordable a lot of people came from out of town over the last few years and they went into that area because it was cheap mm -hmm. so it really became a safer more family friendly neighborhood which is great uh, especially considering it's the only one with an average price under 500,000. Yeah, I th <laughs> it's also price. it's one of the um, neighborhoods in Hamilton with the youngest dem demographic for young families. Um, it became this point where people from Toronto wanted to start a family where you can get a million dollar condo in Toronto, you for half the price you can get an entire house in Hamilton. Um, and in the past five years, it's just been like this trickle effect. It's also been a high investor neighborhood where they can still make a profit and do decent flips on homes. Um, I was just pulling some stuff uh, on this neighborhood from the internet. You can go look it up yourself. But um, uh, one thing that I found really interesting is that it became this huge young family community neighborhood where they started their own initiatives that they could take to city council. And their biggest thing was they started neighborhood home improvement program. And I thought this was really awesome because it's just showing that um, if it's, it's not the, it's not Ancaster or Dundas or you name it, but it's still a tightly knit community that values their area. And their big initiative with this program is if you say anyone in this neighborhood has something at face value on their home issue, like a leak in the roof, um, something wrong with their porch, whatever, um, the community gathers together to raise money to help you fix that. And that's that, pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, so. that's a really good sign of community, actually. Yeah, yeah. Nicer areas, we don't have that. Yeah. I know, nobody's fixing my roof. <laughs> you're, you're on your I'm own. I'm putting new windows in my house. I need yeah. some help. Upper Should Mountain, Mount Hope, you're on your own. So. Um, and the one thing that you pointed out that's a good thing is talking about the investors' uh, area. There's, It's becoming the point in Hamilton where there's very few areas that you can actually purchase a home and rent it out and break even on your rent. Um, that's yes. a huge thing. You mm -hmm. Not being able to break even on your rent almost makes it not worth it. So yeah. there's very, very few areas. And Keith, again, Keith is one of those areas that's one of the only areas left that you can purchase a home and break even on the rent every month. Um, 
but let's move into our number two area. Yeah. We so, kind of combined, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We combined the next one because it all encompasses um, a, a pretty big part of downtown Hamilton, and that's the Crown Point area. Um, it also includes Delta East and Delta West. Um, we just coupled this one because it's it's the most action area. A lot of people kind of compare it to uh, Queen Street East in Toronto, obviously on a smaller scale, but mm -hmm. um, it's the trendy area. It's got our Centre Mall on Barton, Ottawa Street, Gage Park. Um, if you're coming out of Hamilton, the big thought from people in this area is that, oh, it's nowhere near as good as Toronto, but um, I, I love this area. It has trendy shops. Lots of awesome coffee shops, restaurants. Um, Gage Park has a huge initiative from city council as well. Um, it, it's beautiful there. They have a botanical garden that you can go walk through. It's maintained extremely well. Um, yeah, and from that area, I mean, I love that area. I know a long time ago, I remember when James Street was coming up and we were all talking about James Street, James Street, James Street. What happened was James Street became so expensive. Yeah. It pushed a lot of the local artists, these smaller businesses out, um, really a lot of the artist community. And a lot of them moved to Ottawa Street. And then Ottawa Street really started to take off uh, in that sense. And the home prices were always significantly cheaper. And so mm -hmm. I'd say... Crown Point is, it's a great area. I love Crown Point. I love Ottawa Street North. Um, like I live up on the Stony Creek Mountain, but a lot of times we'll go down to Ottawa Street. Uh, I don't know, because I guess it's the James Street, mm -hmm. the James Street of yeah. East Hamilton. But uh, good community as well there. And like you said, with Gage Park and that, that's a beautiful park. Guys, I lived in Hamilton all my life. I never went to Gage Park until I was probably in my late 20s. Seriously? Just because, yeah, really? I was I was curious. I'm saying everybody always talks about it. Aww. So I finally went, got out of my car and walked around it it's <laughs> just actually, to it's, see. It's and, beautiful. Uh, and yeah, so I think, I mean, like, I encourage a lot of you guys, if you've never been at Gage Park, something we have in our city that, yeah. I don't know, just go check it out. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that makes Crown Point good. And then we got into another area um, close to Crown Point, just a little more north. Yeah, so number three is North Sherman. Um, I know you'll know a little bit more on this neighborhood than I do. Yeah, so North Sherman is typically, it's a little more industrial. It's one of those industrial, not, I wouldn't say it's an industrial area, but it has more industrial than certain other areas. It still is getting more residential. I actually did quite a few deals in North Sherman this year, and I have noticed that the prices have gone up. Uh, one good thing with it, it's easy for commutability. So a lot of people come from out of town. You can come right in off Burlington Street you're there fairly quick. So it's become a huge uh, commuter town. And I mean, like we're talking cheap. So just to put this in a perspective, like the average sale price in North Sherman is 528. Uh, so, I mean, you're, and I don't think we set it for Crown Point. Crown yeah, actually, Point. I just want to back up quickly. So yeah. Keith's average um, house price was 470. Uh, and then Crown Point was 538. 530, and then we're 528 North Sherman, very similar, so. Um, you're a little more north, you're saving some money, I don't know. But it's very similar to me in Crown Point, you're just a little bit more north. Uh, still very good residential, big commuter area. I think that we're gonna see a lot of growth in the North Sherman area this year, mm -hmm. just because from a price point and just from its location of the highway. I think we're gonna see another big jump in that area, assuming things are still going, yeah. right? What, what so people are really skeptical to move into these areas because, um, Everyone thinks factory, factory, factory. So back in the day when all these houses were built, all these row homes, they just shoved them all in. Um, it was for all these industrial workers. They're right there, they go to work. 
But as we're moving into the future and cleaner energy, these factories, they're, they're nowhere near as busy as they used to. And it's not as, it's still, pollution is still bad, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And these neighborhoods are becoming more recognized. Um, I would say probably 50 years ago, you couldn't pay me to live down there, but now I, I, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that bad. There you go. You said it. You're going <laughs> to, it's good, but I think, uh, we'll keep the list moving forward. Yeah. Okay. So, um, number four and Justin's favorite, um, it's my pick, my pick of the year, Justin's right pick here. of the year. We'll see how this goes. We're going to come back to this at the end of the year is home side. Um, he thinks it's the most valuable area to live in in Hamilton at the moment. Um, why? And why? <laughs> <laughs> I love Homeside. So Homeside, I was actually surprised when I saw Homeside come up so low on the list. It surprised me because its location, it's right by Crown Point East. I mean, there's not really a big difference. If anything, you're closer to the highway, which makes it for a big commuter. But with Homeside, that's still an area where you get these fairly big lots with small homes on them. Like I've sold a lot of two bedroom bungalows, a lot of mm -hmm. uh, one and a half story homes and that on these bigger lots. And they're still so cheap. I mean, Homeside's got a nice park. You can still walk to Ottawa Street. You're still close to Center Mall. I mean, you're kind of, it's, I guess to put it in perspective, you're right between the highway and uh, upper, or sorry, uh, Ottawa Street north so uh that's what i like about a huge family community i was so shocked to see that the average sale price of this area is 538 if i were looking and my budget was yeah. like 550 or 600 yeah i'd be hitting this neighborhood hard uh because yeah it's it's a good area and if you want more info on these areas too feel yeah, free to, to add to that um why I, I like that neighborhood is um the back like you're saying the backyard sizes um, it's really good for the young families who still want to get be close to commuting, live downtown, good schools, residential, and actually get a backyard and be able to live in the city. I, th I think that's key for that price. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, I love it. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving to number five because number five is pretty good too. Actually, I flipped a home in number five. Here. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Maddie. So, oh, that's her. Okay, so Lansdowne yeah. is number Lansdale. five. Lansdale. Lansdale. I say yeah. that every time. Lansdale. So in this area, um, they are tightly, a lot are tightly packed character homes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, like I say this all the time, this is my favorite. My favorite type of house is here. Um, a quick little stat on this neighborhood is 60% of the people that live there are actually renters. So if you're thinking about buying, picking up your investment home, um, this might be a good place to buy an investment property. A lot of people look to rent here um, it's close to the stadium as well. It's one neighborhood over, uh, good for commuting. Mm -hmm. What I like about this area and one of the reasons uh, we even bought in it, we, I mean, obviously we got a good deal on the house, but it was a huge two and a half story solid brick home, which you just don't see stuff like that anymore. And the whole street was just lined with these two and a half story. And I mean, they're tight together. You're really, backyards are almost non-existent. It's almost like an original uh, cookie cutter postage stamp lot like yeah. everybody talks about new builds yeah. it's almost like new builds of like the early 1900s but right you get all this house with lower property tax yeah i think yeah that's true so i mean and it's it uh you know it still is an area that is in transition like brandy mentioned 60 percent 
tenants. So from an, I know when you're looking to buy, maybe you don't want to live in an area that's fully tenanted, tenanted but in terms of rent, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a great area to purchase a rental property because uh, I know we've seen some high sales on Emerald Street that's in that area, yeah. uh, you know, East Avenue. Like these areas are great for rental, a lot of duplexes, triplexes, uh, and you're getting it at a low price point because what was the thing on it? 592. 592. So under yeah. 600,000 still. Under 600,000. And the rents you're getting, you're getting that 26 to 2800 rent depending on the size of the house. So I mean, if you're looking again for a break even rent area, Lansdale is one of those areas. I agree. For sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the list. I think if you guys want more information on these neighborhoods or maybe a mapped out area of where these neighborhoods are, uh, be happy to provide it. Just reach out to us, send us a text, shoot us a message yeah. uh, on something. We'll get it to you. Um, but yeah, I think just, you know, a recap, Keith, Crown Point, North Sherman, Homeside, Lansdale. Again, Homeside, let's watch it. Let's make a note. We're going to watch this video and hold me accountable. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to see what happens with Homeside this yeah, year, so, the increase in percentage over the year. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to these numbers next week when we get into um, part two of our mountain series. Um, but just watch the price difference. Yeah. Even though we're going to be talking about the... Uh, most affordable areas, but how much difference they are from where we are downtown. Um, like he was saying about links, we're also going to include a mortgage calculator for you if you're interested in how those rate changes are going to affect you. Um, and then Justin's also going to include the um, the article, on the the article rate, that he was yeah. talking about, about rates. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us this week. It's always fun talking to you. I'm so excited for next week. Be sure to join us when we get these uh, most affordable neighborhoods of the mountain, which I think some of these areas and some of these prices, I think they are going to shock you. So have a great week. We'll talk to you guys again next week. See you guys.